My name is Joanne Averson, and this is the podcast, Pain Removed, Performance Improved. In this episode, I'm going to introduce you to a new word. Pain Removed, Performance Improved relies heavily on the architecture of the fascial matrix in the human body. And you hear me talk about fascia all the time because I'm so devoted to the magic of it. But I want to talk about that in a way that qualifies the magic of fascia in a certain way. You'll see what I mean. In the second edition of my book, Yoga, Fascia, Anatomy and Movement, I have a new chapter, a new chapter seven. And the new word that I've introduced is the fascial architecture with an X instead of a C in the word architecture, the fascial architecture. Because fascia in the human body presents itself in myriad different ways. It can be really, really fine, like an eardrum, or almost transparent, like the cornea of the eye. But it can also organise itself in such a way that it has the tensile strength of steel, quite literally measured as such. And it can be, as Dean Juhan says in Job's Body, like a nylon kind of substance when it has hyaline in it. We call that cartilage. And of course, it can have the contractile nature that it has when it's got muscle protein in it. And muscle protein on its own just is a contractile tissue. But it's inside the fascial matrix. It doesn't do anything independently. It's literally just meat. And it's the continuity of the fascial matrix everywhere. This one piece of fabric that we self-assembled out of. That has all these different depths, densities and textures. So I called it the fascial architecture. Now I'm going to read a quote that I was given by my spiritual teacher, JR. And this was written in May 1984. That's a lot of years ago. 84, 94, 2004, 14, 20. That's nearly 40 years ago. And this is what he wrote. Fascia is the connective tissue of the skin. It's the computer system of the body. It links all the body together in one big computer-like system. The largest organ in the body is the skin. The fascia connects with the muscles and with the underlying nerve, tissue and bone structure of the body in a way that we can have an instantaneous report throughout our body to our sense mechanism. Through the fascia, the tissue moves and with it, signals surface in the mind. Pictures of the past, traumas, holding patterns, the tension we hold because it's releasing. It's as if we're hitting a computer button that says, here comes this information you need. 1984. Now, it was in the 1980s that Dr. Ida Rolf began to focus on the fascial matrix. And she had the most exquisite understanding of 
of it as an interface between the psychology and the physiology. So she too mentions this alignment between our expression and our form. Now, these are big statements because we've spent decades separating the body or inheriting the body as a separate thing from the mind and the being. And then it seems that we're all finding ways to reunite them. But bear in mind, they were never separate in the first place. That was a historical function of the way in the West that we studied the body. And I I talk about that in previous podcasts. But when we're on our journey to removing pain and improving performance, we have to consider that we are bioemotional beings expressing ourselves through our form. And our form is where we register pain, be it physical or emotional or psychological. And we've grown up in a culture where psychology almost encourages us to go back and find our childhood traumas and find out how to unravel them and and find the source of our innate issues and so on. I'm not denigrating that. I've done that work too. But what it also does is it gives us the ability to let go of those. And there is a physiological feedback when that happens, really. And sometimes I think we don't need to think about it as much as we need to move on from it and move it through us. Now, when JR says fascia is the connective tissue of the skin, he wasn't a man that spoke lightly or used terms lightly. And he was very, very thoughtful and quite brilliant in my world. In terms of when he said skin, he may even have included the idea of membrane. So in other words, the skin wrapping the lungs or the skin wrapping the heart or the skin wrapping everything is wrapped in its own skin. And we now know that the fascia is the largest organ of the body. And in fact, the fascia forms the skin of everything, the skin of every vessel, the skin of every organ, the skin of every bone. It's the skin of the skins throughout our form. And they're all interrelated. And because of that, they really can give us instantaneous reports throughout our body to our sense mechanism, but of our sense mechanism. As we now know scientifically, the fascia is the largest sensory organ of the body. So any pain we feel, we sense in the fascia. But anywhere we move, moves everywhere. Everything moves, everything else moving. That's a fascial law. And stillness is an asset of the fascia. So your ability to relax is is actually a neurological ability to tune your nervous system, including your fascial sensory awareness, to calm, to relaxation, to stillness. It's an achievement. It's an asset. It's a gift. And the idea that the different textures have to sort of organise and form themselves into a place where they can inverted commas, relax, is a very powerful driving force behind the work of any structural integration practitioner, any neuromuscular therapist, osteopath, 
chiropractor, what they're trying to do is switch off the neurological radar that says this is a problem and kind of dissolve it into the architecture so that we can forget about it. And in my experience over the years, as fascia has become more and more understood and revealed, so we've got the measuring equipment to see it and the research developing to understand it better, the more focus on the fascia gives us the direct link to making these incredible changes and releasing gently these different facets of our bioemotional form. So when we say the issue is in the tissue, it really doesn't have anywhere else to go. But the ability to dissolve that and evolve that and evolve ourselves and transform ourselves from that is really about the alchemy that the fascia affords us, is turning the lead of our wounds into the gold of our gifts. And there's a whole podcast devoted to that somewhere. I think it's called Alchemy, or The Alchemist, as you are, because your fascia can transform you and be transformed. And it's almost like bringing us home to this idea and one of the things that is quite remarkable recently, and, and I think it must be a generational thing, is that there's a sort of new generation of people working with fascia as a fascia focus, fascia first kind of thing. And I've had all kinds of reports and requests to be in groups and um, appeals to do podcasts with people that have discovered that their clients can grow taller and the fascia can transform them and they can get them out of pain. And I smile when I receive these sensationalized stories of what the fascia does, because this is not unknown. This is known. This has been known for centuries in ancient wisdom and in many Eastern practices of traditional medicines. And it's deep to the fuller practice of yoga, actually, because the actual yoga postures are one of eight limbs of yoga within 40 different aspects of Ayurvedic wisdom. Traditional Chinese medicine talks about the triple burner. And these are deeply sophisticated understandings, the martial arts. Another field where fascia is the Oh, it's such a keystone. I I had a friend who taught Aikido and they found, he called me very excitedly one day saying they'd found the hidden or untranslated aspect of the work. And it was all about the fascia and it ceased. It was just like talking to you in a yoga class. It was exactly the same. And I said, well, I didn't make it up. My goodness, I learned what I learned through reading these ancient histories and reading these philosophies and suddenly realising that the common denominator was this magical web which we self-assembled and wove ourselves from. We are the emergent property of our own history. So I urge you to consider that when... There is a very sensationalized wow factor being brought in about the fascia because it's new to understand it's anything but new. It's always been there. And the body's been relying on it for since man began. We just, let's be honest, we 
got our knickers in a knot thinking that we could cut it away and work out how the body moved from what was left. Which is the whole basis of of my book and my fascination with fascia is realising that what that did was give us these laws of motion that include levers. I mean, for goodness sake, there are no levers in nonlinear biologic forms and every single one of us is a biologic form. Just saying. Now, the fascia, because it's the matrix of you, is in a constant state of flux. And that means it's moving all the time. So even when you're asleep, the breath is moving you, the motility of your organs, the flow of blood, it's all moving inside the skins of the blood vessels and the skins of the organs and the skins around the bones. And it's 24-7. It's 24-7. And it's part of your whole beingness. It's In my world, it's the interface. It really is the membrane between that which we can't see, the invisible forces of life, and that which we can, the visible forces. And those invisible forces move through us all the time and express us. And they can be emotional forces and they can be psychological forces as well as physiological forces like gravity, which we also can't see, incidentally. Yet we embody it. We embody the gravity drawing us towards the earth and the ground reaction force of us animating ourselves away from it. It's already there. It's already there. And if you go inside and ask, it talks back. And of course it helps to have some education and understanding of what it means and I have to tell you, it's taken me 25 years to learn to speak fluent fascia because every time I think I've worked something out, I find out that that doesn't necessarily work for everybody. And I'm encouraged to stay curious and keep asking questions and not assume that I know. So watch out for the sensationalization of how amazing the fascia is. It is. It is already a sensation-oriented sensory awareness architecture. And it may be that your body's giving you feedback. And when you meet somebody who knows how to read that feedback, it's an acquired skill. And the work of recent decades of the pioneers has been to try and get this information properly researched, properly understood, I'm not talking about writing a nice paper or doing something twice and getting the same result in your studio twice or whatever. I'm talking about real peer-reviewed research. It takes decades because it's done with such care and such meticulousness. And changing the curriculum to include the fascia is taking hundreds of years because it's been removed for hundreds of years. And it's a thing. It's not going to take another hundred years to put it back, I don't think, because of the progress that's been made in the last decade. But I just want to say, in terms of pain removed and performance improved, think fascia and then ask yourself what might be going on. And imagine if you, if you touch where the pain is and you're still and you listen 
it will answer you in the coded language of sensation, in the language of tension and compression. And it is interpretable. And one of the things I love when I'm working with clients is when they look at me and they say, you know, actually, I knew that. I knew that. I know exactly what I did when I hurt myself. I know exactly what I did. I just don't know what to do to get out of it. And we go back and we ask. We ask the tissue. We 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 meet it where it's at. And we invite it. And we're kind to it. Kindness to yourself is such a keystone. Because this computer, and this is where I... I have a small concern about the analogy of a computer. It helps because it gives people the sense of instant feedback. But what I I really want to emphasise is it's not separate from you. You are of the species genius enough to create a computer, but no computer can create you. So if you take a little time to listen listen in. Those sensations will tell you more than perhaps you think you know. And that's where the magic is. So ask yourself, check it out. And I invite you to let me know how you get on. (laughs) It's fascinating. And for me, it's extended into more and more subtle areas of awareness and self-awareness on a more spiritual level, because for me, fascia is the interface of the animation of spirit as matter, of the anima animus, and the pattern of that matter that brings forth that particular being, and the fascial architecture is the shape you are in, just you, unique you. Remember, there's only one of you, but that's what makes you the same as everybody else. What makes us all the same is that every single one of us is unique. So we're all being unique together. Isn't that gorgeous? I love that. That means we can all be equally kind, equally respectful, equally respected, and equally awesome. Lots of love. Stay safe. Stay close. And I hope you'll join me for the next episode.